It seems we are getting near to the heart of mystical poetry in the poems of Bulasha. We're reading Sufi lyrics and we come to poem 45. I will play holy, holy, after saying Bishmalah. I wear the name of the Prophet as my jewel and the words but God as my pendant. He is the one who operates this colorful show from which the lesson of annihilation and God is learned. When the beloved said, Am I not your Lord? The girls all removed their veils with the words. They said, Yes. They said, There is no God but God. <laughs> he played the flute of We Are Nearer and called out, Whomever has known himself, then there is the face of God, was loudly proclaimed. Uh, in the court of God's apostle. I will humbly fold my hands and fall at his feet, and in my helplessness I will retreat, entreat him as my holy offering. I will fill my lap with the light of Mohammed. May God's blessing be upon him. I will make then remember me, then remember me, my holy. I will delight my beloved with, and be thankful to me, such is the beloved to whom I am sacrificed. Glory be to God. The shrins was shringe was filled with the dye of God, and was squirted on the face of God the Eternal. The light of the Prophet proceeded from God. The light of Muhammad. May God's blessing be upon him. Mabula, the fame of the Lord is loudly proclaimed. There is no God but God. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of uh, quotations uh, from uh, like uh, the Quran, but he he's doing it uh, scandalously in a way. Mm -hmm. He's saying that uh, hmm. there's a deliberate, just shocking juxtaposition of the pious Muslim formula: quote, in the name of God. Bishima Shimala Bishmala In the name of God which is said before undertaking any action with the Hindu Hindu spring festival of Holly compare oh, Arabic phrases ending in Allah God recur in the rhymes throughout the poem. He said uh Bishmala in the name of God before he Said about uh, to how Hindu Holly from the Islamic profession of faith. There is no God but God, and Muhammad is God's prophet. And then when he says, um, he says, I will play Holly after saying Bishmillah. I wear the name of the Prophet as my jewel and the words, but God as my pendant. He is the one who operates this colorful show 
from which the lesson of annihilation and God is learned. Uh, annihilation and God is a, is a technical term of Sufism, fana, felala, fana, F-A-N-A-F-I-L-L-A-H, annihilation and God, used to describe the obliteration of the self and the divine. And this is, we're reading this within the poems of annihilation. So, this poem would fit into an annihilation poem. He is the one who operates this colorful show from which the lesson of annihilation and God is learned. Mm. This collection of podcasts is the colorful show from which the lesson of annihilation and God is learned. When the beloved said, Am I not your Lord? The girls all removed their veil with the words they said. Yes, they said, there is no God but God. <laughs> he played the flute of We Are Nearer. See, these are all still like very standard uh, Islamic stuff, but he's, he's doing it for a holly. He's really not going to get buried by the Muslim mullahs and the way he's behaving. Mm -hmm. the, the scenario of the first day of creation is here developed with the souls of mankind be conceived as girlfriends uh -huh. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then he says whoever has been um, then he says called out, whoever has known himself, then there is the face of God, was loudly proclaimed in the court of God's apostle. He's saying that allusion to the favorite Sufi saying, Man Arafa Nafsahu Fakwad Arafa Rabahu Whoever has known himself has known his Lord. That's like the Greek nasty siton, know thyself. Uh -huh. If you know thyself, then you realize God. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that is. Hmm. What's the difference? Uh -huh. I will humbly hold, fold my hands and fall at his feet, and in my helplessness I will entreat him. As my holly offering, that's the Hindu offering, holly, holy offering, I will fill my lap with the light of Buddha Muhammad. May God's blessing be upon him. Now, he's supposed to be celebrating Hindu holly, and he's filling himself with the light of Muhammad. <laughs> hmm. Then he says, God's blessing be upon him. They actually say this all the time, the pious Arabic phrase. Salah Allahu. Or actually, Salah Allahu. Peace be, peace be unto him. <laughs> Was added to the mention of the Prophet in modern English Islam, Islamic usage, often abbreviated. Pu, pu. P who? P. 
what? Abbreviated. Peace be upon him. P-B-U-H. If you just say P-B-U-H. Peace be upon him. So you can men and it, you mention anybody. You could just say, "Peace be upon him." <laughs> so now every time I mention anybody's name, I'll just say P B H U H, "Peace be upon him." <laughs> then they'll think that I'm definitely trying to become Muslim. <laughs> I will then. I will make then remember me, my Holly. And I will delight my beloved with, and be thankful to me. Such is the beloved to whom I am sacrificed. Glory be to God. And then they also have this thing about remember me, which is also famous. These rhombic words from the verses. Pa dukaruni wa skuri. Allah Quran 2, 152-3. Then remember me, and I will remember you. That's, that's a famous quote. Quran. See that Quran has good quotes. Quran 2, 152-3. And be grateful to me, and do not be ungrateful toward to me. That's a famous quote, it's remember me. It's sort of like Dicker, Simran, Zikr. If you remember God, he remembers you. <laughs> or if you remember your the beloved, he remembers you. Or if you remember your guru, he remembers you. Mm. I will make then remember me, my Holly, and I will delight my beloved with and be thankful to me, such is the beloved to whom I will sacrifice. Glory be to God. The syringe, that syringe is uh, a tube used to squirt colored dye at other people during the celebration of Holy. A pikakari. The syringe was filled with the dye of God. Hmm. Now he's jumping back again to, he's jumping between Hinduism and Islam. They must. Hmm. The phrase is understood to signify Islam in the verse. Sibgatu ilahu hi waman an sanu min Allah Allahu sibgaton. Quran two one thirty eight. The baptism of God, and who can baptize better than God? <laughs> hmm. The syringe was filled with the dye of God and was squirted on the face of God the Eternal. Hmm. God the Eternal is Allah, Allahu, Allah, Samad, Quran one twelve two. God the Everlasting One, here daring, daringly, here daringly indicates the divine presence in man. Hmm. Hmm. I squirt 
my assurance was filled with the dye of God and was squirted on the face of God the Eternal. Hmm. He's saying when you squirt at Hawaii celebration, you squirt color on somebody else's face, you're squirting it on God the Eternal. He's daringly saying that the Divine Presence is in man. <laughs> hmm. This poem is very daring. You could get in a lot of trouble. I could get in a lot of trouble for reading this <laughs> with the Mula and the Ghazi. So, you think I can still go to Pakistan? <laughs> The light of the Prophet proceeded from God, the light of Muhammad. May God's blessing be upon him. Bula, the fame of the Lord is loudly proclaimed. There is no God but God. That's hmm. back to Islam, hardcore Islam again. Within a holy celebration, holy Hindu holy celebration. So, hmm, I guess you could say, Peace be unto him who has read this poem. Hmm. 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 There's a lot of stuff in that poem. Poem 46, maybe I'll actually, hmm, maybe that's enough reading for that, for today. Hmm. Hmm. I'm re reading more from the introduction to Bush, to Sufi Lyric Bush, uh, page, uh, of the introduction, his other two longer poems are primarily didactic in character. Gandan, or the Forty Knots, appears to be a one-off form created by Bulisha. The title derives from the traditional use of a knotted string to keep track of days before an important occasion. So each of the poem's 40 verses begins with the undoing of another knot at the preparations of a bride for her wedding are used to symbolize the need to be made ready for the inexorable approach of death. So, the interesting, the 40 knots are uh, 40 verses to make you ready for the approach of death. Uh -huh. The G, the poem, it's in this book actually, G-A-N-D-H-A-N, -A -A the 40 knots. It's like 40 verses and you have the string. If you're keeping track of the days before an occasion, like if I was to have a tennis tournament and it was 40 days away, I would tie a knot. And like 40 knots <laughs> and count down to the wedding date so hmm. so you could have a knot a rope with knots in it 
approaching your wedding. The other poem, Shaharfi, the 30 letters, follows the form much favored for longer didactic poems by Punjabi Muslim poets. It consists of 30 stanzas, each starting with a letter of the Arabic alphabet that determines the initial letter of the first word. There are also numerous short dore verses on a range of subtopics. There are these are written in a variety of meters, of which one of the commonest is the do Doha meter, historically preferred for verse of this type in North India. It consists of four half lines with a strong rhyme at the end of each full line. Buddha, Milan, eight. Masha si tohan eco chit sit Lokan kadi kana aplanit Pula the mula, the torch bearer, both have the same intent. They spread light to people but are always in the dark themselves. Seems I spread the light of Pula. At the same time, I'm in the dark. Uh -huh. hmm. Hmm. As in this example, the poet's signature is often added before the verse proper begins, so it is in itself no very reliable guarantee of the authenticity of any given item. Absolute authenticity in the precise wording of any poem generally agreed to be by Bulashah is anyway hardly to be expected, given the well-known liberties taken by professional singers in South Asia and the uncertainties of the textural transmission. But while its boundaries cannot be defined with absolute precision, the corpus of poetry that has come down to us provides an ample evidence of a powerfully coherent poetical and mystical imagination. Hmm. I think we can agree with that, that the corpus of poetry that has come down to us provides ample evidence of a powerfully coherent poetical and mystical imagination. since it is its simplicity of expression that has helped to secure the wide appeal of Bulashah's poetry. Little needs to be said about the formal characteristics of its language, which is, for the most part, a straightforward register of Punjabi. In style, too, Bulashah's poetry shows the little trace of the elaboration of conceits that is such a prominent characteristic of South Asian art poetry in both the Sanskritic and Persianate traditions. The rhymes that are such a leading feature of the Kefi do, of course, generate their own creative associations, and some use to make it use is made of the simpler Rhetorical devices like alliteration, assonance, and word play on words of similar sound. But such verbal effects are not exploited to the relentless degree that came to serve later Punjabi taste. Although some of the Kefis have a strong, that's the poems, have a strong thematic 
Unity, individual verses more commonly touch on seemingly quite different topics. Since the formal unity generated in the original language by the rhyme scheme announced in the refrain is hardly apparent in the English prose translations presented in this book, this internal thematic variety and the accompanying shifts of reverence in the poet's voice can sometimes seem discerning. Most specific difficulties of understanding, which can seem greater when reading the poems, are texts that then, when listening to them being sung, should be resolved in the explanatory endnotes. That's why I read the footnotes. <laughs> but for the proper general appreciation of Bulashaw's poetry, which is dedicated above all else to the evocation of a sense of the transcendent unity of all things, it is important to begin with a general idea of how it's apparently very thematic components actually form a closely interlocking imaginative structure. Mm -hmm. Very good. See, he is a great poet. We'll stop there with some more reading from the introduction. Mm. The introduction isn't that long, and we can look forward to reading the lyrics, and the f one day I'm going to read the 40 knots. Maybe I could make a string with 40 knots in it, and as I read each knot, uh, I can mark off the poems, the verses of the 40 knots. Hmm. I had a rope. <laughs> what do I do with the knots in the rope? Okay. I may need this rope to remind myself <laughs> that I only have 40 days. Hmm. <laughs> mm. We had a lesson of annihilation in God, the Fana Filalo. These are the color, a colorful reading, which was the lesson, which is all lesson in annihilation in God. We read poem 45 and 40, no, 45 plus introduction, 